Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ray's Music Reviews. Today we are joined again by Green Day Jared. Yes, Green Day Jared. And K- K- KP. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. <laughs> nice. What did we listen to this week? Uh, this, week this week we've listened to Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. Um, she's British. She is British, yes. Was. 2006 I mean, album. I mean, well, yeah. She was British. And uh, this album was released in around 2006. This is... I actually don't know that much about Amy Winehouse. Like, of course I've heard, like, the big songs, but, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, before going to this album, I had heard, like, Rehab was the song I, I had heard the most, and I kind of, uh, I was, like, 15-ish when she died, so I was, like, plugged in enough to, like, hear about it, but it was before I was really, like, paying attention to stuff like that. But looking back on it now, it, it sucks. It's, it's tragic, you know what I mean? She won, uh, multiple Grammys... Yeah, year. best new artist over like Adele, I believe. Yeah, and uh, I think she got best album over like best record over like Jay Z and Beyonce and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, knocked out some home run hitters in that one. Funny, she, when she got that award, she wasn't at the Grammy. She was doing a live show, and so they they piped into the show, and she watched it like on a big screen and received it in front of her. Fans. That's her dad crazy. was in the audience. It was really, it was, it was a really cool setup thing. And the tragic, if I'm correct about this, and I think I am, because I, I watched her documentary this week, and actually, it was so hard for me to watch that I had to stop before it was over and go to sleep and come back and watch it yeah. again. Uh, full oh, disclosure, yeah. I, I myself am an addict. I've been sober, as you guys know, 20 years. Yes. But watching this type of thing and the lack of an infrastructure to help a person is infuriating to me because, you know, it just to have the means to combat it. And I'm not saying that you can get through these things, but like the tragedy of that moment is an idol of hers, Tony Bennett, announces the winner and announces it's her. And she's really happy she walks she pulls a friend of hers to the side of the stage and says this is so boring without drugs Ugh. just heart wrenching god you know what i mean how far deep into her troubles she was now um this the record itself is a it it follows in a long standing tradition of jazz musicians where you tell stories of complicated content be they love be they drugs be they whatever in a very smooth and fun way, like the, mu- the the music on this record, right? It hits like a train. It's good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Mark Ronson produces a great deal of it. Um, Salim, what's his real his full name? Is uh, Salim Remy. Salim Remy, he produces. I think Ronson's four out of f- first five songs. Remy's the bulk of the rest of it. Um, she writes with them every track. Which tells you, you know, she's all the lyrics. I think that when they come to her about it, she said, you know, I'm pretty good at writing poetry. Maybe I can write. Turns out she could write music. Oh, yeah. Really, 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 really well. She's got just an unbelievable uh, voice. Yes. And the cool thing, too, on on the show is one of the really cool things is there's footage of her as a kid 
And then as she grows older, you can see her finding her voice. Because it's not, you know, a nine-year-old can't do that. But you can tell she wants to be able to do that. And then as she gets to 16, she kind of can. 17, 18, she really actually can. You know, it's a neat a neat progression. Um, just just in general, uh, what, 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 okay, what were your favorite, what, what was your favorite and least favorite? I don't think I can necessarily pick a, a least favorite because I feel like the, the bar is just pretty good. It might be not be my favorite, but it's still something that I can just like, I can vibe along to and enjoy and feel the emotions that she's conveying. Uh, my favorite though, probably Tears Dry on Their Own. I, I I loved the, you know, he walks away, the sun goes down, he takes the day, but I'm grown. Uh, I, I love that. You know what I mean? It has a Motown swing to it. Yeah. Yes. It, 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 it really does. It's fun. It, it gets me really involved in the music. I, I just really like the, the sound of not necessarily defeat, temporary defeat. He wins the day, but I'm grown. I just, I love that line. It's, it's so good. And her her viewpoint of like all these songs are about in one way or another one specific guy who she's in a very codependent uh, relationship with he's a drug addict she's a drug addict and the content on here the only only thing I would say is when you say least favorite addict doesn't fit fit like the other ones do because it isn't it's more about you know it's it's almost fun yeah right because you know tell the guy if he's going to come over and smoke all my weed he's got to replace <laughs> yeah. it or he can't smoke it anymore <laughs> Call the green and it's man. a tail end and it's a, it's almost like a palate cleanser after this personal journey you've been on with her it's deep it's just like come on right you know. right and so I would say if anything I would say maybe that one doesn't fit fit but then again too it does kind of in its own way kind of relieve you a little bit yeah it would I feel like this album would have been like way more of a bummer without it but her view of love is so dark oh my god uh, my second favorite song was love is a losing game oh it's a wolf huh? heart wrenching wolf oh my god that's oh my gosh self-professed profound till the chips were down oh my god like Woof. Yeah, I'm kind of a sucker. If you want to call something the final frame, something like that, I'm a sucker for that move. Shoot. You know what I mean? Um, love being, you know, comparing it to gambling, and then you have the... Uh, also, when you pluralize God... Yeah, I, I noticed that when I was listening. I was like, oh, I like that. I love it because what it alludes to is Greek mythology, right? Yes. And in Greek mythology, the gods would play with the mortals, right, as, as a whim. Yes. I will have fun with these people because I am a god and I can do this. And that is a different world view from there's one god and he is supposedly there to help all, us. All benevolent and such. Correct. Whereas, and, it, and, and she feels like the fates are aligned against her. Yes, it, it feels like there's there are people just messing with her on purpose. Correct. Yes, I absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Like in with with rehab, right? Yeah. There's this, and it's rehab is literally obviously it's the most famous song on the record, but it's 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 literally a completely true story. She, her first manager wants her to go to rehab, 
she says, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Just like the song. Yes. And they agree that if her father says she's got to go, then she's got to go. Yes. And she goes in, sits on his lap, hugs him, talks to him, and he says, oh, she's fine. She's fine. And so the hurt in my daddy says I'm fine, even though it's not hurt, the way she's presenting it, when you realize what really winds up happening, because he's a part of that infrastructure that fails her. you know. And what winds up happening is as soon as she doesn't have to go to rehab, they can, that manager that was trying to bring her to rehab, bring a guy in that wants her on the road just like the dad does. And so then at every turn, we want her, we want her sober, sort of, but we really, if she's sober, can we control her? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's God, it's the just, music industry is so, so messed up. And it's her dad. And it's her dad, dog. Right, and I, don't, I know oh he doesn't God. like realize what he's doing, but it's just crazy. Um, Back to Black, what did you think about that? That was rated like a top 90 song in the 2000s. It's it's rough. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I mean it's it's so sad. I think it's my favorite track on the thing. We only said goodbye with words is probably one of my favorite lines from the whole album though. Where it's it's just like, oh. Dude. We only said goodbye with I don't know. There there's so much to that statement that's so loaded. I died a hundred times. It's just like, oh Lord. She says in the first verse that I go back to black, right? Yes. But then in the chorus, she says, the first chorus only, I go back to us. Yes. But she leaves that out in the rest of the song. But you know it's there. And there's an emptiness, and your mind fills in that blank yes. anyway, right? Oh. It's just, the, it's intricate. And, and it, it's the chorus swings so much. It feels so good. And then the, the verses, uh, uh, dude, it's really high level. What she, the whole thing the the writing is is so it feels honest in a lot of ways well dude and she continually throughout the record you can point to all these different spots where love is darkness love is black um i'm gonna hang in here uh unholy war i'm gonna hang in here to the bitter end and like this you know what i mean it's yeah. there's nothing happy the one what, what song is it where she wakes up from a dream Wake up alone, probably. Yeah, dude, and like literally, dude, she's dreaming about this misery her man is putting her through, right? And she wakes up in cold sweats from this nightmare she's having about him, and she's sad he's not there. Come on, man. Again, that, that's one of those things where it's like it's it's so honest about the the complicated and, and dark feelings that come with stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. It, again. I just felt. Right, even like I knew. even the song, uh, the song about the guy about the boyfriend that comes along in between. Like she dates a guy, he dumps her, which is all the other content. And then she kind of moves on to date another guy, and then she goes back to him. He can only hold her. Like the point of that song is that this guy treats her good, but that's not what she wants. And if you listen to the record, what she wants is the guy that treats her like crap that she can do drugs with. And it's just it's just so and I don't mean that like I said, I have I have issues myself. I don't mean it like in a derogatory way. I just mean no. it like when you're in one of these uh relationships like that where you both snowball your problems together, it's so toxic 
that you get used to it and suddenly you begin to you feed off the toxic toxicity it's it's a horrible scenario now what was the song you said you wanted to talk about uh, I really like just friends as well it's I a, just yeah it's, it's it's just kind of bemoaning a relationship because you love them but not necessarily like them right and and him leaving if she uh I'm not ashamed but the guilt will kill you if she don't first I'll never love you like her I, it's 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 weird, but it's another one of those those like dark situations mm-hmm. that, that just it's complicated. But she still feels a certain way, right? And, and if you, she I recognizes that it's not necessarily rational, but she still, you know, again right. that's what I'm saying with the honesty. Right. She doesn't as much as her life is a story of crawling back into places that she knows she shouldn't be with bulimia, with drug addiction, with all. It is also. It's not like she doesn't know. Because a lot of this is written and performed while while she's having sober periods, where she's battling herself, and then of course the guy comes back to her and she falls right back off. Oh, uh, what was next, Ray? I'm sorry. Yeah, Ray. What were your favorite songs on the album? We kind of. Um, he can only hold her was probably my favorite. It's a very good one. Again, that's that's what I'm saying. Where it's like I, I don't think I could pick a least favorite track because I think all of them have a good emotional core. You know what I mean? And fun. And I okay, not necessarily fun. It's presented as such that the music swings. Yes. There's her, the talent level is high. The, the, the it's it's so I don't want to say out of place, but so different from the rest of 2000s radio to have. Oh yeah, completely different. It's it's such a throwback to like 60s uh, like girl groups. Right, uh, right. Like soul. Supremes. Yeah. What'd you say? I, no, I just said. I just said. I just said when he said, "Oh, six cheese girl groups." I just the first thing that popped in my head was Nina Simone. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, I don't know. Was she sixteen? The the ja- the jazz singer is like you don't you never see that get this popular. No, yeah, especially where it's just like the quality is is so high it cannot be denied. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a and Mark Ronson and what would Remy, uh, yeah. they bring a modern feel to it that allows yes. it to have that pop. Yes, gosh, it, it it's updated in all the relevant ways. Pop is in pop music. Yes, right. And so, like Tony Bennett said, though, he said, you know, a jazz singer doesn't ever they don't want to play stadiums because jazz requires whispering sometimes. Jazz requires intricacy sometimes and you can't do that in a stadium not like you can you know a jazz singer wants to be in a smoke-filled oh, nasty yeah. oh yeah bar room you can't know what see i mean 10 feet in front of them that's how it's supposed to be yeah. cigarette in their hand squinting the works you know that's what frank sinatra looks like when it's set him up joe that's what dino looked like that's what you know and those were actually but you get where i'm coming from absolutely okay but do you have any questions I, I, honestly, no, not not really. I think we touched on a lot of it. I don't know. Is yeah, we touched anything? on almost every single song on the album. Is, is there any? Uh, you know, I'm no good. Also, oh. also a banger. Oh, dude, you know I'm no good is really good as well. I loved it. So I love this album. So, is there anything else we need to say? No, I don't. No, no, I don't necessarily think so. I think we we covered the, the right, main I th- theme. I, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna rate this. <laughs> I don't. I. I did. I. I mean. I'd probably rate it like a nine. I'd give it a nine. Yeah. I, yeah. Or because I, yeah, I mean, it was. It was so good. 
Yeah. It was so good. I, I think... Mm. I'm not even, like, a huge fan of this style of music, and it's just completely undeniable, though. You know what I mean? Right. Of the, course. The, the emotion just strikes so true in every song. What's more attractive and not attractive as in... Yeah. But it's something that attracts you. Yeah, absolutely. What attracts you more than talent? Goodness. Not you know? much. I mean, that's the key to to any of this stuff. And she so had it just talented. pouring out of her, you know? And the record winds up killing her. I mean, she uh, it leads her to a level of fame that she can't Oh, I thought you said the record it. kills it. And I was like... Oh. <laughs> no. It, it, I was like, that would have been an unfortunate... No, no but what I mean but is yeah, it, it led to oh. a level of fame. She was... Because... It sucks. It's so tragic, and I just yeah. It, the the pain presented in this album just makes it worse. You know, well, oh too. She's so famous. All of a sudden, like when she if she wants, like she goes on Jay Leno's show or David Letterman's show, and so maybe on a Tuesday she thinks maybe I'll watch Jay Leno. Well, now when she turns on Jay Leno, they're making jokes about her. Yeah, it's like oh god. She can't even like these people that were so nice to her six months ago. She's the butt of all the jokes. The all the tabloids, the British press, it's all there. She turns on the local news. She's the problem. Yeah, it's it's so You know sad, what I mean? And she can't walk out of her house. It's just it's, the way we treat celebrities is, is miserable, you know right. what I mean? It's it's so easy to forget that they're just people. At the end, of the people with problems who their problems are just on display. Right. At any given moment. It's just it sucks. I can't imagine living like that. Right. Right, right. I'll give this like a nine. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. Quickly, uh, <laughs> me and Mr. Jones is about Nas, who was not her problem. You were saying? Uh, next week we are doing The Smiths. The Queen is Dead. I'm 1986. Got any, kind of, any kind of weird jokes to tell with it? Morrissey sucks. <laughs> end, end of joke, end of statement. True fact. God save the Queen. This was pre-sucking Morrissey, I'm told, though. <laughs> he did not make political statements. All right. Okay. I'm sure there are. What's the name we'll of this album them. again? The Queen, uh, <laughs> me. Um, what did we listen to this week, though? Uh, this week. I actually listened to a bunch this week. Um, it's, I don't know. Um, let's start off with, I listened to the new 21 Pilots album. What did you think? It is, it is one of the albums of the year. It is. It, it might. It, it was an album in, that came out this year. This was an album of album. the year. This no. was a very album. It it came out. The album. It, it came out this year. It has songs on it, it, and those songs are musical. Yes. I love those kind of records. <laughs> you really like Twenty One Pilots, then? <laughs> I'm a sucker for existence. <laughs> My favorite music. Scott the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite music is the kind that exists. So I, you know, I can vibe with that. Um, it's fine. The last two songs are good, and everything else is just very meh yeah. or bad. Um, I've never been a Twenty One Pilots guy. Never really appealed to me. I listened. Uh, I, I mainly I listened to the same two records. Mm-hmm. Um, Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream, and okay. the Microphones, the Glow Part Two. The Glow Part Two, one of my favorite albums. It wasn't a very um. Well, it didn't really get out of bed much this week. Yeah, it's definitely a, a <laughs> album for laying in bed, unable to move. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the mood presented in the album. <laughs> it feels completely man-made. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I uh, really like it. I really like uh, the Glow Part 2, the B-Sides collection. I forget what the, the actual title is, but some of the demo versions they had on there. There's a, there is a vinyl the record of just the background noise of that album. An album for me. <laughs> yeah, the Moon demo version is, is... I mean, the version on the album is super good, but the demo version just blows me away. Um, I, I, I listened to um, Slow Dive How do you pronounce that? Suvlaki? Suvlaki. I'm gonna guess. Um, I, I listened to that. Um, really, really pretty shoegaze. Genuine might be the, my, one of the prettiest albums I've ever heard. Okay. Just like... <laughs> um, pretty shoegazi. <laughs> What else did you listen to, Ray? <laughs> uh, I listened to some Frank Ocean. That's it. Classic. Which, <laughs> which, which era, yeah, which era Frank Ocean? Um, more blonde than Channel Orange. I like blonde more than Channel Orange. I feel that. In all, in all fairness, it, it's also a little longer, so I didn't really have much time for Channel Orange after it. What about you, KP? Me? Uh, I listened to a lot of stuff this week. I listened to Clapton, Ocean's Boulevard. I listened to... Uh, like uh, I got so depressed listening to that with Amy Winehouse, I wound up pulling up Ray Parker Jr. and George Benson uh, records to listen to, to kind of just immediately flip that mood. Um, then I realized that Ray Parker Jr. sings almost exclusively about affairs, which <laughs> it's like I'm listening to one album that starts with. Uh, the other woman, which of course, of course, is he's in love with the other woman, and then I flipped over to the other record, and it starts with uh, a woman needs love, just like you do. But the premise of the song is basically, you better take care of your woman, or she's going to cheat on you. <laughs> it's like, wow, really? <laughs> this poor guy, he's just rolling around. He didn't trust anybody, oh but he shouldn't God. trust anybody because it's not trustworthy. Absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, I listened to a pod that was talking about Stevie Wonder in depth, and so I wound up diving back into a couple of those records and, and thinking about how amazing it is that you know some of these great classic albums of all times he played every instrument on, and just like I didn't realize that he had achieved all the greatness in Motown. His contract runs out, and he goes to USC to take some music theory classes. When you're on that level of genius that guys like Smokey Robinson and Barry Gordy are deciding that the rest of our company needs to take a back seat to the 16-year-old, and a couple of years later you decide, well, maybe I need to go learn more about music, that's such a high level of commitment to what you do. Like, maybe I'm not enough of a genius yet, but it, what it is is trying to achieve perfection, which is a beautiful thing that he that he managed. And then he winds up uh, the, to the way they told the story on the on the Bomani podcast was he wrote uh, you know two records after the record deal was done he goes back to Motown and says I want a new deal they kind of tell him he can't have creative control and he says well okay but listen I have two records that are completely finished and in the can and I'm going to take them somewhere else or you'll give me complete control and they're like oh yeah you do what you want. <laughs> Funny how that works. Huh? Right, right, right. So it was, yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, I watched a couple of music documentaries yesterday. I watched that Winehouse one. I finished it. I watched the Bee Gees one. Uh, 
it's fascinating. Like, you can get caught up in the Bee Gees being just Saturday Night Fever and not know that there was, like, a great deal of history prior to that where they were a big deal. And then there's, like, two-thirds of the way to the, through their career before Barry even finds his falsetto voice. And that's kind of by accident. And suddenly, like, the rest of their career, they write for that, which gives them a reboot on their whole career. And again, it's a group of guys that talk about how you nobody can prepare you for the level of fame that can come if things go perfect, right? And then that throws this whole wrench into everything else. It's also funny, too, because they kept clicking back to different brothers and working together and how uh, Noel Gallagher's one of them. And he's like, well, you know, there's certain things about working with your brother and there's certain, you know, <laughs> then there's punching him in the nose, you know? And then uh, Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers was being interviewed and he, again, he was like, and it's one thing to travel the world for the first time with your bandmates. It's another thing when you're carrying that baggage around from who paid the most, who got paid the most attention by dad, who got paid the most attention by mom. All those weird things that siblings deal with that other people don't, especially in a performing environment. It was really neat. I was surprised at how many people had said, you need to watch that video, that that uh, documentary. It's really good. That'll probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, I listened to Led Zeppelin 4 again. Yes. That's most of what I listen to, in all honesty. Uh, I listened to some people do karaoke. Does that count? How good was it? Uh, some of them were pretty good. Um, Buddy Troy, who did That's Life by Sinatra. Nice. Good rendition. Uh, Dan did In Dreams by Roy Orbison. It's always interesting to see what people's karaoke go-to is. Yes. It says a lot about who they are as a human. Oh, yeah. Because some people go to a song because they love the song, and some people go to it because they don't want to totally be embarrassed by the song. I'm doing Godspeed You, Black Emperor. Yes. No, see, if, if I ever like, absolutely had to pick one, I'm not super forward. I've I've sang uh, Walk Like an Egyptian in karaoke before. Nice. Um, but the, the safest bet, I think the safest possible bet, is Cake's... Uh, the distance yeah the distance you know yes. reluctantly crouched at the starting line like you just you speak it you can basically. monotone it right yes exactly but but right. there, there's a difference between people who like really are passionate about a song and who pick like Adele songs to do there was a lady who was doing Adele song that was awesome yeah just great you always get these people who are just regulars you can always tell when someone's just doing it because like I don't know they're here and they might as well and someone who comes every week <laughs> well that's the thing like, <laughs> which I've, is great you know I've worked in bars that had karaoke and I've like uh been regulars at places that have that and I've never been a big karaoke guy um, but there are people that literally do karaoke oh there were people that literally I do karaoke here on Tuesday here on Wednesday here yeah. on Thursday. and they're very good yeah they're great you like, know what I mean like this this one dude was just killing it old style like mm -hmm. with, with the Sinatra-esque real deep voice swinging back and forth songs and I was like oh my god yeah this guy has to be here every week because he's great right right blown away yeah, of course yeah, that was it, though. I listened to a lot of 80s music this week. Yes. Because I had it on at work one day all day, and then we went to dinner last night, and the restaurant we were in had had 80s on all night. And then you forget how, like, uh, kind of upbeat 80s music is. <laughs> yeah. 
at certain times. And how strange some of the uh, superstars of music, the songs they released in the 80s could be a little less... Um, the depth isn't always there. <laughs> but, is that a rap? Uh, I think that is a rap. Yes. So for my man... Yeah, for... For, for my man, me, <laughs> Ray. Yes, for me, um, for Green Day, Jared, Dookie, Insomniac, Jared. I'm feeling it these days. <laughs> KP, uh, KP, <laughs> and lastly, me. Um, next week, check the out Smiths. Our, yes, next week, the Smiths. The Queen is dead. Check out the Gin Project, the G I N N Project dot com. Uh, Revolver Records, Twelfth Avenue. Got to get the plugs in. Go home. Copyright 2021. Go home.